the church is far more than simply its leaders. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. The church has leaders, and those leaders are important, but equally as important as everybody else. We are the body of Christ, the average layperson, the average believer in Christ, the follower of Christ, those who, who try to do the right things according to our faith and our beliefs. We are the body of Christ, and we have a responsibility that we can't simply leave to our leaders because our leaders in these congregations are, are mere mortals, which means they're fallen. Our faith can't necessarily be tied to one of them. Our faith must be grounded in the gospel. It must be tied to Jesus Christ. That is the only path forward that we can look to that is flawless. That's why Christ came. He came to show us the way. Literally, he said that he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life that we should all seek to lead. When that is being attacked in 2020, as we see it is today, it is our responsibility as believers in Christ, as followers of Christ, as the body of Christ, the church, it is our responsibility to stand strong in the full armor of God. We must meet that responsibility. We must assist our leaders in that responsibility. We must take leadership roles and ownership roles within this responsibility that we have together so that we as a church can survive, so that we as a church can thrive, not only today, but tomorrow and for generations to come. When the world starts to crack down on Christians and Christianity as we see today, we as believers in Christ, we as average congregants of our religious organizations, of our religious institutions, regardless of the denomination, if we can believe, if we do believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, if we believe in Scripture and what it says about us, then it is also our responsibility that we stand strong, we unite fellow followers, and we and, and we protect and defend the faith that we hold so, so dear. So let's talk about how we do that and what we should be doing in 2020 uh, as we get our week started off right. Good morning, Christian America. And so good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you today, this Monday, hopefully to get your week started off right. Hopefully you had a chance this past weekend to take some downtime, spend some time with your family and your friends, uh, those whom you love and, and, and share some good quality time with them. Uh, before you got before you get right back to the grind of the week and this Monday is trying to get you in the mood to get that that week started get you uh, started on the right foot get you inspired get you informed get you educated uh, get your mind right get your 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 head focused on the week ahead and focus in the right direction and that direction should be a Christian direction should be a faith-filled direction the message we want to talk to you today is about how do we interact with this world as you prepare yourself this morning to interact with the, the world, how do we interact in the world today as believers, as followers of Christ when seemingly, and it's not just seemingly, it's actually taking place. That's why it seems that way, that our faith is being attacked and it's being attacked from a variety of different uh, uh, places and, 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 and with various different obstacles, both from 
outside of the church primarily, but also from within the church. And it's that within the church that really causes the problem amongst our community because the failure or the future failure of Christians, of the failure of believers like us, the vast majority of the Christian faith, the, the people who go to work every day, the people who go to school every day, the people who interact with the world every day, the, the millions upon millions of us, the, the, the real danger, the real risk in 2020 is that we don't rise to the occasion that we should. And instead, what we what we do is allow our leaders to uh, take on that task, to uh, allow our and leaders to be burdened with the responsibility alone to face these tragedies, to face these obstacles, to, to face all these challenges to our faith in the world. And I'm gonna tell you, if we do that, if we allow, our leaders to do that, if we force our leaders to do that because we aren't willing to step up to the plate and do what's right, say what's right, to speak out, to act in an appropriate manner, if we fail to do that, then our leaders will also fail, fail because there's just not that many of them and they are fallen uh, people just like all of us. And it, when we give that insurmountable task to put on their shoulders, they inevitably will fail. It's in, that's why it's important for us. It's important for the average everyday church going, uh, God fearing, Bible believing Christian out there, you and I, it's important, it's imperative. It's absolutely necessary that we, that we go out into the world and we stand strong in the full armor of God. We profess our faith always and everywhere. We let the world know why we are believers and, and the goodness and the blessings and the greatness that comes out of a life lived seeking Christ, a life lived with the understanding that God lives within us. The the friendship, the the harmony, the kindness and generosity towards your neighbor, towards your family, towards your stranger, uh, a stranger in the community that can be built on a life like that, on a com in a community like that, that can be built around uh, community and friendship and love and compassion for all people, for all brothers and sisters in Christ. That is something that just the leaders can't do. We have to be able to pick up that task we have to be able to pick up that cross and carry it. Now, how do we do that? Well, first thing we have to do is we have to, we actually have to live the life that we claim. We, you can't preach one thing or speak about one thing and then do the exact opposite. You can't be that hypocrite that Christ talks so, uh, so much about when he, when he's facing off with the Pharisees, when he's facing off, um, with, with the, uh, with the Jewish elders in the community throughout the new Testament, throughout the gospels, he's quite clear that, you know, these people don't practice what they preach. So we in turn can't just, uh, be fall in that same, that same trap. We can't be, uh, like the Pharisees. We can't, uh, go off the assumption or the direction of do as I say, not as I do. You have to be able to live your faith, not just speak about your faith. Although you must also speak out about your faith. You need to speak up when it comes to your faith. When you hear other people disparaging Christians, when you hear 
uh, people that are giving advice against the word of God, that are speaking in wrong tones, that are giving uh, that are speaking maybe to our children or to your children or to people in the community on how to do whatever it is that they're trying to give advice on. And if it's going against the word of God, if it's not found in, in scripture, maybe not if it's not found in scripture, but if it is, if it's act, actively going against what's in scripture, it's important, it's imperative that you speak up and, and defend your faith, defend what is right, what is right in this world. Because if Quite frankly, if people don't know the truth, if they never hear the truth, then how will they ever be able to to experience it, experience it, and then live it? They won't be able to through no fault of their own. And Jesus encounters this quite frequently because nobody had seen him up to that point. Paul, as he goes off into the into the world of the Gentiles, from country to country, from city to city, and whether he comes across Jews or Gentiles or and, and pagan the, the pagans of the time they don't know about Jesus so he can't hold them to task necessarily because they never saw Jesus they never heard Jesus they never heard of the the uh, the miracles of the Messiah who has come and been resurrected when he goes to various towns he asks them even about the Holy Spirit and a lot of them don't even know about the Holy Spirit so he has to educate them first if we don't speak up, if he never spoke up, they would have never been educated. If he never spoke up, we would never have the revelation that we have. We would never have these teachings that we do have. It's important that we follow that lineage. We follow that leadership. We follow that tradition that Paul's laid out, that we go and speak on our faith, that we let the world know that, that this man came into our lives. He graced this earth and although fully man he was also fully divine and that he was resurrected he was crucified for our sins and he gave us this revelation of scripture this path in which that we should we should ascribe to live and told us that he is the way he is the truth he is the life that we should all aspire to if we don't if we're not the ones out there promoting that message then who is and if no one is, then where does that leave our society? Where does that leave our children? Where does, where does that leave our grandchildren? Where does it leave this country when they don't know the greatness that comes in a Christian life, a Christ-filled life? It leaves it in a very dark place because the enemy keeps coming. The atheists keep attacking. The anti-Christian bigots keep coming out and they're trying to tear down our faith at every step, every place, every courthouse, every classroom, every, every neighborhood. Churches are being shut down. Churches are being burned. Uh, politicians are banning services, not only in the church itself, but also in people's homes. So when you thought that you could just it, well, I'll just keep my faith inside my home. Now we're running into uh, places where you can't even do that. That's how this thing progresses. Why it's important that the millions of Christian Americans that are out there stand strong in the full armor of God, that speak out, that live the faith, that speak the faith. And we start, we can start small. We can start with our, with our families, with our children, raising them right, reading you should be reading a little bit of scripture every single day for you personally and then for your children for your spouse and then 
continuously grow that audience, continuously grow that audience. So you start with yourself, you move on to your spouse, you move into your kids and after your kids, then you start to, to talk to your neighbors. You start talking to your friends, people that you trust, people that hopefully can give you encouragement and that you can in turn give them encouragement too. And that you, you all start to gain a little confidence. You all start to gain a little momentum and, and understand what you're speaking about. The more that you teach, the more that you'll learn. Trust me on this. That's you know what one of the things that scripture tells us is that too much is given, more, even more will be given. Right? So that knowledge of Christ, the more that you have, the more you seek. And the more you seek, the more that you'll have. And this is a this is a cycle that increases in abundance. And then that abundance of knowledge of Christ can be uh, can be spread out to those closest to you, and then the, those near you, and then eventually you can be out there and speaking to hopefully large audiences. I mean, just look at what Paul was able to do from point to point, from town to town, from city to city, preaching the word of God, and look at what it's gotten us. If he would have been silent, if he wouldn't have gone out, if the, of the, of the other apostles wouldn't have gone out into the world and listened to Christ, if they wouldn't have been filled with the Holy Spirit and listened to them, not just been filled with the Holy Spirit, but then actually followed the advice that Jesus had given them, their responsibility to go out and make believers of all nations. Where would we be right now? I would tell you that we wouldn't be in a society that treated other people as equals. We wouldn't be in a society that respected life or that should respect life as each one of us. We would live in a we wouldn't live in a society where merit and our individual liberties would be commonplace because our individual liberties are based on the idea of individual salvation, that God plays a part in each one of our lives, and that our the fruits of our labor are fruits. Uh, are gifts given to us by God because God gives us the gifts that produces this fruit. And, and so it belongs to us and it belongs to God. It doesn't belong to anyone else. Everything that we have, everything that this country is built on is built on the ideas that are set forth in scripture. We must understand that and to understand. And then once we understand it, we need to encourage other people to read about uh, the, the word of God. We need to be able to read. They need to be able to read about Jesus Christ. And then they too can come to the same conclusion that this foundation of this world, of this country, this greatness that we currently inhabit, that we are currently living through is only, a, is only possible because of one man, because Jesus Christ who came into this world and died for our sins and gave us an example of how to aspire to live our lives. It's our responsibility to, to live this life and to speak on this life and to stand strong in this life in the full armor of God and defend our faith. We cannot simply leave it to our leaders because our leaders will fall and fail. Our leaders are people just like us. Our leaders are not many, they are few. But when it comes to the Christian American faith, when it comes to the actual body of Christ, everyone else, that's you and I, if we would stand strong, if we would stand together, if we would be educated in scripture and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, if we had, if we could grow our confidence and we could stop this attack on our faith, we could stop this attack on our beliefs, we could stop this, this attack on Christ himself, 
this country would be a much better place. It would be a greater place and there would be no limits to the goodness that we could achieve. I truly believe that and hopefully, I hope that you believe that too. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, this week, we pray that you have a blessed week. We pray that you go out into the world and you spread, you know, the message of, of God everywhere you go to everyone that you meet. Speak out and do not be afraid. Do not shy away from this task. Take on this responsibility. And if people get onto you, take it as a badge of honor. Because as God said, to take heart, because when they hated you, they hated me first. And that's how we have to live our lives in 2020. We have to right this ship we have to help turn our nation back to god so he would then uh continue to bless us with everything that he's already blessed us with in abundance and so with that ladies and gentlemen we continue to put these messages out here we hope that you continue to to follow us on all the social media platforms that's instagram twitter facebook youtube and parlor don't forget about Parler. Par Parler is growing. Our audience in, on the on the Parler platform is also uh, growing exponentially. We just got on there, and we're doing such. Uh, we're we're receiving uh, so many good comments. So many, uh, so many people that are starting to follow us now. We encourage you to get on Parler. Follow us on Parler. Follow us and subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel, for all the. Uh, Good Morning Christian America podcast that we put on there and various other assorted videos and stuff. Follow us so you can you can receive our Christian American content. They can you can stay abreast of what's going on in this world that affects Christian Americans. This podcast is the only podcast by Christian Americans for Christian Americans. This is intentionally for you. This is intentionally for you to educate you, to inspire you, to inform you to get you motivated to go out there and do the work of God. That's our goal here. We don't ask for donations because we don't seek donations. We seek participation, participation in the Christian American community. And that's you and I working together for one common purpose, to unite people around Christ. The love of Christ and the love of this country, nothing else matters. Race doesn't matter. Politics doesn't matter. Gender doesn't matter. None of that nonsense matters. You can't choose any of it, but what you can choose is you can choose to follow Christ. And that is what we want to unite and create bonds of love and compassion uh, around. And that's the, the, the love of Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. We will catch you on Friday when we come to you once again on this Good Morning Christian America podcast as we continue down uh, our scripture uh, through the book of Matthew. I believe we're still on chapter 25. So come with your Bibles on Friday, prepared to look at the uh, the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew chapter 25. And until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.